At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets had a very successful 2023 NBA draft, netting four players in total. Brandon Miller, the number two overall pick out of Alabama, Nick Smith, Jr. later in the first round out of Arkansas. James Najee, the team traded up to get him early in the second round. And their final pick, Amari Bailey, a standout freshman at UCLA during their tournament run as well. All told, a huge haul here for the Charlotte Hornets, and we are excited to bring you today a special, exclusive, one-on-one conversation with the man who made all those picks, the president of basketball operations and general manager for the Charlotte Hornets, Mitch Kupchak, our guest for the entirety of this episode of the HHC. So, let's get right to it. Without further ado, let's welcome once again Mitch Kupchak here to the Hornets Hivecast. Mitch, draft day is in the history books. It's all over now. A little bit of time for the dust to settle. How do you think you did constructing the 2023 draft class for the Charlotte Hornets? Well, I think we've had a good draft. We started you know, the day with five picks, two, 27, 30, four, 39, and 41. And we ended up consolidating and we ended up losing a pick, but we ended up moving up in the draft. And you know, we ended up with players that we had targeted, very pleased with our group and You know, if you would have mentioned to me a couple of weeks ago that we would end up with these players after the draft, I would have been very, very excited. Now, they're all young, so we're hoping that they develop into the player that we think they're going to be. A lot of the draft is predicated on potential, right, because they're so young. And that's what makes the job difficult. You know, you're trying to look at a player who's 18, 19, or even 20 and try to project out three or four years. But, you know, we've been doing it for years, and we feel we got a good group. Winning 
draft day pales in comparison to winning championships and competing for those. And that's really how you ultimately decide whether or not you won draft day. But there is something to be said for the value of the players you get and where you got them. Guys like Nick Smith and Amari Bailey, at different times based off their recruiting profiles and whatnot, were amongst the top five or ten guys in their class, this class. In that respect, do you feel like you got a, a big win here in terms of the value of the players for where you were actually able to obtain them? Well, I know most people evaluate the draft just by looking at media reports of mock drafts, right? And of course, we compile all the mock drafts. It's probably 15, 20, maybe more than that. And we do a composite, right? And we don't do it to figure out who we're going to take. We do it just to make sure, cross-reference, that we're not missing a name, right? But that's how most people determine the strength of a draft, right? So internally... The four that we drafted, we had them all ranked very high. And, of course, that's very different than a mock draft, right? This is what I consider the most important document that we have throughout the year. You know, that one document that's delivered two or three days before the draft with the top 60 in order. And then the draft starts, and, you know, you take your first player. And then sometimes you might not take the best name on the board, because the player you just selected is at a certain position and you don't want to duplicate. So it doesn't always go according to our, our mock draft, our 1 through 60. And then sometimes I have my own opinion and I'll overrule something. Maybe somebody has him at 24 and I had him at 23 or I had him at 22. It's never dramatic. So that's kind of how it works. And we had the group ranked pretty high. Once again, they're young and we got to wait a couple of years to look back on it. But the potential's there. Let's talk about the focal point for most when it comes to this class. Your top pick, number two overall, Brandon Miller. What ultimately made him the right choice for the Charlotte Hornets at number two? In the game today, wings, they're just so valuable, right? And a wing typically could be, well, a guy that plays a small forward, the three position. But over the years, it's kind of transformed into a player that, if able, can guard and play several positions. So you can see how a big wing who's athletic, who has multi-level skills and can move his feet, can defend, has great quickness, can be really valuable. Now you have a guy that can bring the ball up the court. You have a guy that can defend a two. You have a guy that can play a three and out-quicken other players. And when you switch, which is what everybody does in our game, I mean, some people watch the game close enough to see that. Some people would never notice it, right? But in our game today, almost everything's a switch. So it makes it that much more valuable to have a wing with that kind of diversity. Now, I haven't mentioned the shooting skill, right? We feel he could really improve our percentage. He can play make. He'll, he'll grab a rebound. He'll bring the ball down the court. He'll attack the rim or he'll make a left-handed pass into the right corner or a right-handed pass into the left corner. When you're around him, he's kind of quiet and, you know, doesn't say a whole lot, but, you know, that's a lot of that's being 19. But on the court, the kid competes. So there's a lot of good players in the draft. We felt that he had the best chance to grow and have the best career out of everybody else we considered. But it's very possible that there are two or three or four players that are equally impactful, you know, on the NBA eight to 10 years from now. And that would be great. But right now, that's the guy that we wanted. 
you have been in this position to draft in the top 10 over the course of your general manager career a handful of times. And every single one of those players has ended up being an all-star. I don't want to do the comparison game, who who does he look like, because right. we've had that conversation before. It's really unfair to the player to do that. But in terms of the level of talent, how good of a feeling did you have about Brandon Miller at number two as compared to those other times that you've selected in the top ten and successfully found an all-star level player? Well, a player, I'm not saying they're similar, okay, but it, Brandon Ingram who played at Duke, right? People in North Carolina are probably very familiar with him. When I was in Los Angeles, I believe we took him maybe at number two, right? Now, now they're totally different players, but they both came into the league after being a freshman. And Brandon Ingram, right, was maybe about the same size, but I can't think that maybe he weighed 185 pounds, right? Maybe 180. And then if you look at him today, you, know, you could see that he's been in the weight room, and it's five or six years later, he's put on weight because you do that naturally just as you age. I think we all know that, right? But I've know, done it more than most. <laughs> well, yeah, it is a problem, right? But, you know, your body fills out, your shoulders, and you, know, you just do naturally. But if you get in the weight room, you know, you can speed the process up a little bit, right? So Brandon Miller, a big part of his upside is being able to improve his strength, And I was talking to him today, you know, you'll have to guard LeBron James. And LeBron James is about 6'8", but he weighs about 260 pounds, okay? And and you're about 6'8", and you weigh 190 pounds, right? So this is a totally different league. But there's a lot of upside there, right? If he can put on 10, 15 pounds in the next 6 to 8 months and get that much stronger, that's where we'll see upside. Now, of course, just by repetition alone, he should be becoming a better shooter, and by playing in the game and getting coached and, and maturing, you know, his skill level will continue to improve. He competes. You know, I'm not worried about him not competing. That's a key, a key component. Uh, but one of the biggest upsized components really is letting his body naturally get stronger. And then also us trying to help push the process along a little bit by getting him in the weight room, working with our strength and conditioning people. The conversation around the number two pick outside of the building, a lot of it centered around this fit versus talent kind of conversation. And you've already said talent wise, you had him extremely highly graded and and I believe ultimately feel he's maybe the most talented player who was available to you. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that's the the sense I'm getting. But people also looked at this from a a fit perspective. And to me, that's a a short-term answer on what is ultimately a long-term question. But there is an opportunity with this roster that just two years ago was on the precipice of the playoffs, had gotten above 500. And then, of course, everything that took place did with injuries and absences. But what can Brandon Miller bring to this group immediately that has you excited about the short-term fortunes for the Hornets here? Well, we didn't draft Brandon because of fit, okay? But it's hard to ignore when you're trying to build a team, whether it's a free agent or a trade or a drafting a player, you know, how is this player going to fit into what we already have? So I don't want to sit here and say it wasn't a factor, but it, it wasn't the factor and it wasn't why we drafted him. We, we feel over time and once he matures, he gets stronger, puts on some weight. We feel he has the most upside considering his position in the NBA and his natural instincts on the court. He just has a feel. Like you put a ball in his hands and and you can just see that 
he knows what he's doing, right? He didn't just start playing. Some people, it just comes naturally. Some people start playing when they're four years old and a ball is a part of their body and it's just, it's natural. Some people start playing a little bit later and you put a ball in their hands and it just, it's it's like they're stiff, they're mechanical and, you know, they have to think twice before they do something. It just doesn't come natural, right? So that's a big part of Brandon Miller. It's a natural, he just has a natural feel and approach to the game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Mitch Kupchak, General Manager of the Charlotte Hornets, our guest today here on the HHCR post-draft edition of the Hornets Hivecast. You also took Nick Smith Jr. and Amari Bailey that were in the same recruiting class into college as Miller, and both were actually, at one point, higher rated on a lot of those boards. I have a feeling if this draft had taken place and they were eligible to come out straight from high school, there would be a lot of draft boards, mock drafts, that would have had them both going in the lottery. How do you feel about their talent level, their potential to contribute, in addition to the value of where you were able to select them, 27 and 41, respectively? Yeah, they're all young players, right? And they were selected at various points and times in the draft. We had 
all four of the drafted players, including James Najee, really in the top half of the draft. And, you know, obviously Amari fell out of the top half of the draft, right? So a big part of our challenge will also be our roster. We don't have enough roster space at this time, considering what we may want to do with our free agents during the offseason, nor does it really make a lot of sense to add another four 19- or 20-year-old players to this team, right? So a lot of what we did was trying to manage maybe a player that might continue to play overseas, and then, of course, maybe a two-way player or an Exhibit 10. So those were all factors, right? If you think you might have one roster spot left, you can't draft three players that want to be on the roster. Okay, now you've just made a big mistake and you got to figure out what to do. You got to cut somebody on a guaranteed contract at training camp where now you're under pressure to make a trade during the summer. So those are also factors into why we drafted who we drafted, but they were all, okay, putting aside roster and no roster, they were all ranked by our scouts and even and myself as well very highly in the draft. Sometimes when you get these young guys, they have different levels of accomplishment where they were coming from before, either internationally or in the college game. In particular, those two guards, Nick Smith Jr. and Amari Bailey, even though they dropped in the draft, when you look at how they closed their seasons, they did pretty darn well at some pretty high level of competition. Smith was on an Arkansas team that made a deep run and had a a good tournament. Mari Bailey on a UCLA team that made a deep run and he had a really strong tournament. In terms of their preparedness or, or are they in a better position to compete for whatever they can get in training camp and beyond, how do they compare to some other young 19 year old players entering the league with what they were able to do in their one year in college? Yeah, undoubtedly, it's a positive to have played at a strong college level. The competition is better. You're in front of bigger crowds. There's there's more TV exposure. You're dealing with adversity, maybe a little bit more. So I don't even know what that conference out there is called now. I think this past year it was the Pac-12. Yes. And then, of course, the Southeastern Conference, right? So those are really two really, really good conferences. And and to be honest with you, the Southeastern Conference might have been the best basketball conference this year. Both coaches, who we know very well and we've talked to, Cronin and uh, Musselman, are good coaches. They run a tight ship, right? So you don't have to worry about players being on time and, and working and being coachable. So all those were good things. And that's not to say that a player at a smaller school is not going to succeed. But but that's good to know when you have a couple of guys drafted from big time programs. You also move up to acquire the rights to James Najee, an international prospect, a center. From my understanding, very young and relatively newer to the game in terms of his overall time span spent playing it. What can you tell us about what excited you enough about him to move up to get him? Yeah, I go to Europe once or twice a year with our European scout, Jakob Kudelik, and um, we're there for 10 days or so, and every day we're doing something. That's what I tell them. Just find me something to do every day. And sometimes that means you got to take two flights to get to where you want to go, and sometimes you do that and you get to the practice at 6 o'clock and you get to watch the last 45 minutes. But when I'm over there, I like to be as productive as possible and see as much as possible. This past trip, Najee playing for Barcelona, being as young as he was and as raw a talent, there were no expectations that he would play if we went to a game, right? But we ended up going to a couple of games. And of course, you go there early because you get to watch him work out before the game. 
and that was my expectation. But actually, in a couple of the games, he did get to play, right? So I had a working knowledge of him from my trip this past year into Europe, got down close to the court, and that's when you can get a great appreciation for this kid. You know, he's got an NBA physique. He's very athletic, very raw talent, but if you just watch him pregame, and his agent sent out a video. You know, I don't even know if it's out there on, on the internet or not, but he sent out the video a couple of weeks ago, and it was just an absurd video of this kid going through a workout, right? And if you see it, and you're a GM, you have to take notice. Now, maybe I'm overdoing it, or maybe those GMs didn't go to Europe and watch him play in the game. You know, I don't know. But to be able to draft him like we did, that was a player that we targeted, Right. But once again, he's got the tools. Apparently, he's got the work ethic. You know, I've talked to some people. You know, I know some people that work for that club. In fact, Juan Carlos Navarro, who might be a name you're familiar with, played in the NBA for a bunch of years a while back. He's the GM of the club in Barcelona. So we get feedback on on the kid and the work ethic. But when you're 19, it's like I said earlier, right? Okay. Let's go. You're going to put the work in, and let's see where it takes us. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Mitch Kupchak, general manager of the Charlotte Hornets, our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast. You make these four picks all individually of each other, but in assessing the class collectively, the level of talent, the variety of positions, how good do you feel about this influx of talent across the board for Charlotte? Well, we could have traded some of the picks and tried to put them into future years. Okay, And for example, next year we have... 
our pick, but it might get conveyed, right? So we might not have a pick, right? So next year we may only have a second round pick. So you might say, well, let's make a trade and and get another pick next year. And, you know, you've got five picks. Well, let's just push two or three of those picks down the road, right? And our feeling was this year with the new rule in the the G League about being able to add a third two-way contract, right? Our league and our minor league system is becoming, it's not there yet, but it's becoming closer and closer to like the baseball model where you actually have minor leagues where you could stock the minor league. And, you know, we don't go from A to double A to triple A. We just have the G League swarm, right? But you, you can control rights more. The players get paid more. Conditions improve. And you can stock the system. So our feeling was this year, rather than push some of those picks down the road, let's just get the players. Because if you push the picks down the road, what you're really doing, you're kicking the can down the road. And, and now you're going to look at drafting a 19-year-old player next year or a 19-year-old player in 2025, right? And now you got to wait three years for that player to develop, right? If we could get them into our system now, and we're not expecting them all to be NBA players. We're taking swings, right? If you draft well with talent and you've done your homework, you know something, you swing a couple times, you, know, you, might, you might hit a home run. And that's what our approach was this year. Draft the players, get them in the system, don't push the picks down the road, there's a lot of selling of picks that takes place, and you can make a lot, a lot of money, millions and millions of dollars, right? But that's not in our best interest. Since I got here, that's one thing that Michael gave free reign on. Mitch, you know, we don't have to sell picks if you want to draft a guy. And you know something? Our scouts have drafted a lot of guys in the second round. They've gone to Greensboro, and the Devontes, the Martin brothers, Jalen McDaniels, Nick Richards, last year was even Mark Williams, right? So... We have the development process in place, so let's get the guys in the system, which is what we did this year. The draft is such a a huge day for the future of the franchise, but the job never ends. Obviously, a lot of decisions to be made between now and when the new league year starts. What are some of your top priorities now as we move to a new phase of this offseason? Well, gave the office the weekend off. Okay. Okay, that's... I'm glad I don't have to come in. Priority. Um, that doesn't apply to you. Oh, that, that's my office. <laughs> okay. You know, they've been really burning the midnight oil for weeks and weeks and weeks. And on top of that, there's been a lot of pressure and stress and deadlines and creating documents and video and travel. And so everybody needs a couple of days to get away from it, right? We're very familiar with the NBA calendar, right? After the draft, you know, there may be some activity leading into. July 1st, which is when the free agent period starts, right? So there'll be activity regarding trading or possible trades, maybe over the weekend, but likely beginning next week. We're also going to have our first summer league practice Thursday or Friday. And before you know it, the team is going to be in Sacramento for a summer league the next week. And then we'll be in Vegas, you know, for about 10 days, right? So that's going on simultaneously. That, that'll that keep our coaches and our trainers and our medical people busy. But our, our next step is to see if there's a way to approve the team via a trade and then be ready for July 1st, which is the beginning of the free agent period. It not only allows you to sign free agents, but it also allows you to sign back your own free agents. 
last thing for you, Mitch. You've said over and over the goal for you for this franchise is not just to get into the playoffs once or, or just you know make a blip, is to be able to contend for the long term and be a consistent presence deep into the postseason. With the acquisitions you've made, the opportunities you have in free agency, with trades, with bringing back players, where do you feel you are now on that timeline in respect to where you were two years ago when the team was above 500 and maybe even compared to this time last year where you couldn't have known all the injuries and absences that were going to happen that unfortunately did and hopefully don't happen in this year to come. Yeah, I mean, you've characterized it pretty good, right? I thought two years ago we were 43, 43 wins and everybody getting to be a year older, Melo getting a year older. I'm thinking, well, man, maybe we can go to 46 or 47, right? And our goal, like you said, is not just to eke into the playoffs and have a playoff series and play well, and and you know that's kind of it. We want to get in, we want to advance in the playoffs, and get to the conference finals, right? And then take it from there. And why can't we do that, right? Denver did it this year, I think. Four or five years ago, nobody would have thought Denver would have done it, right? It's L.A. or it's Boston or it's Miami, right? But here we got a team that won the championship. So why can't the Hornets do it? And then last year, the injuries, Mello broken his ankle. And then, of course, you mentioned the unexpected absence. Cody completely out of the blue missed the whole season. I never even for a second thought that would happen. So it's one of those years. And Michael and I talked about it a lot, right? He takes it really hard, very competitive. And and like two-thirds of the way through the season, I said, Michael, this may end up being a really good thing. We get to give our younger players a chance to play. And then we, we may end up with a great pick, right? Now, we ended up with four. And, of course, we were concerned that we would go back to eight, which petrified me, right? I would have been happy to stay at four. But then we got lucky and went to two. So that wasn't something that you plan. But, you know, sometimes there's a silver lining, and that's the silver lining. You know, we got a heck of a player. Yeah, maybe we're a year behind, right? But some of those things are out of our control. And now, knock on wood, we are healthy. Cody is in the gym every day. I just left the gym, and, and Melo's out there working out. Everybody else is healthy. We've got four players talented players in the system, and we got the number two players. So, you know, it may work out best where we can continue that that rise, right, that that point where we can have young players that are developing and the team continues to improve every year. It is certainly an exciting time. We are excited about the future. Enjoy your weekend off. You've earned it. And uh, thanks so much for sharing your insights and your time with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast. Sam, thank you. That's going to do it for this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Our thanks again to Mitch Kupchak for sitting down and joining us. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. Some of the upcoming events here on the HHC will, of course, have you covered for Summer League. Team's going to be headed off to Sacramento soon, as well as Las Vegas. Thereafter, we'll give you game previews and reviews for all those contests. Hopefully get some more conversations in with some of the coaching staff and members of that Hornets Summer League squad, including the first-round picks who are next 
next up on the docket here for us on the HHC. Later on in the week, we will let you hear from the number two overall pick, Brandon Miller, as well as the number 27 overall pick, Nick Smith Jr., the two Hornets first rounders, will be joining us later this week on the Hornets Hivecast. We look forward to bringing those conversations to you in the coming days. For now, with thanks to our producer, Rob Longo, for putting these podcasts together, to Mike Cristaldi, Brian Travis, and the entire PR team of the Charlotte Hornets for making all of these conversations possible, to Mitch Kupchak for sitting down for this entire episode, most of all to all of you for tuning in. I'm Sam Farber saying it's a pleasure and a privilege having you along as always, and we look forward to talking to you again next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.